If you travel, you know how to really go off the grid. Like no cell service in your room, off the grid. You know which remote retreats have the best herbal baths, sound baths, and ice baths. Because when you set up your out-of-office, you mean it. Because when you're the escape artist, vacation is all about resting, meditating, drinking water, and minding your own businessing. The Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Welcome to the Friends. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is I'm Francesca, also known as Hey Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the Friend Zone. Let's start the show. I'm in the zone. Leave his ass alone. If a motherfucker can't treat you right, leave him alone. I'm gonna fuck who it is. That motherfucker can't treat you right. You walk out his motherfucking life and don't look back. back, 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 back. <laughs> wow. Welcome well, to the right. friend zone. You're weekly looking at all things mental health. Mental, you know what the fuck it is. <laughs> now. Same, same, same. I had to put that on because I had to, so you know, she said you heard that lady so eloquently and so uh, with such class. You heard her say, you know, if a person isn't treating you right, walk out of their life and don't look back. If a motherfucker don't treat you right, she don't care who it is, right? Because somebody didn't treat me right today, and I had to stand up for myself a little bit. <laughs> hey, and man. For real. Was- let me tell you, I had ordered Uber Eats, right? Because I had a oh, little tickly Lord. throat. Uh-oh. So I ordered, like, some juice from Juice Press or whatever, right? I get my Come little on, combo. Juice. Come on, Get the apple cider vinegar shots, get the rehab shot, which is like the cayenne pepper and lemon and all that ginger and shit. And me then I get the, the green, you know, the Dr. Greens or whatever, green juice, the big one. So I had ordered Uber Eats or whatever, and you know, I use it every day, right? So he comes, they they call, they I have to buzz him into the building, right? This guy comes up to my door. I just happened to be by the door because I was anticipating his arrival because I just mm-hmm. buzzed him in. And I always, well, I'm not going to say that because I need to know that part of my process. But anyway, so I, I opened the door and all I saw was the tail end of his coat, like the flaps breezing in the wind from him taking <laughs> off. And my bag of juice was down there on the floor. I said, hey, hey. He turned around. I said, not on the thing. You open the door, hand it to me. Don't set my shit on the dirty ass floor. I was so fucking mad and I had to say something. I felt so much better. My chest just expanded and closed back. I felt so much better after I did that because I could not believe that I opened that door and see my shit on the goddamn ground. This is New York City. I don't give a damn where is it was. Get my normal? shit up off the ground. No. I, like they always I, 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 I was about to say, I get mine on the floor. So my food, I'll never be on the floor. They <laughs> knock on my door and op- I open it and I say thank you to them. For providing oh, a yeah. service See, to me, you know? You have delivered to Dorset. You yeah. don't have leave at door. Oh, okay. Because so you have a choice. Okay, that's what yeah. it is. Because I'm like, I have, I'd prefer just... Leave not it, talking I tip to the, you. Yeah, just yeah. go. I don't need to see you or the tail end of your coat. Because I yelled at mine for the exact opposite. He left mine on the door handle, and it, had, it was drinks. 
So when I opened it, the shit slid off and fell onto the ground. Oh, so I was like, That's sir, funny. sir. And he, I was like, you see this? This was a waste of your time and now mine. And That's now my, right. my energy. Like, I told him straight up, like, what, why did you even do this? And he was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I was like, yeah, just go. I have to reorder. Like, <laughs> My throat sore from yelling. I was hollering. Ooh. I don't give a fuck because I did good. <laughs> and I, I couldn't believe my shit was on the ground like that. That really fucked me up, man. And that's the second say? time. Uh, all right, God. Like, he had an attitude or whatever, but I didn't give a fuck because at that point we was in the thick I would have had an attitude with you too. <laughs> yeah, well, shit. But you wouldn't have left my shit on the ground. You know no, what I'm saying? No, I wouldn't have. Especially yeah. if you asked specifically in the app that I meet you to, to give you the order, then no. This is my second know. time, and he actually caught a stray. He caught a stray today because Uh-oh. I had ordered some liquor the other day. I don't go to the liquor store no more. I just get my shit from Drizzly, right? Okay. So, um, so, so the it's just easier and just you know, you know, mm-hmm. absolutely. And plus, I like going to the store to be an excursion. You know, so I want to stand outside, maybe <laughs> smoke, you know, talk with the people out front. You know, I like it to be a thing. So it's not a frequent thing. It's just when it's necessary. Anyway, I ordered some liquor from Drizzly, and the, um, when the guy got here, you know, you have to show your ID or whatever. So mm-hmm. I showed my ID, and he had set the bottles on the floor or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Which I anticipated because he had to go in his bag, get him out and all that other shit. But then he took his hand and did like this, like uh, like there they go, basically. Oh, oh no! All right, well yeah, no. So I now just him, stood. I, look, look. So I just stood there and I looked down at them and looked back up at him. <laughs> and then he was like, he went down, reached out, picked up. I was like, thank you so much, man. Just like that. But you like, you're not going. Hilarious. That's so rude. That is so rude. Like I would never do that to somebody. And then a lot of these people be trying it. I feel like they they know the liberties they're taking, and they just want to see how you're gonna react to it. Not me. Not <laughs> me. I'm not. I'm not the one that you're gonna do that shit to. You ain't gonna be throwing my shit on the ground like they threw that corn at um, Holly Berry and Alex Haley's queen. Remember when they thought she was white passing <laughs> and she was hungry and she asked some black people, so like, yeah, we're going to feed you. And then they threw it in the ground. It's like, eat that, you bitch. You don't remember that? Because <laughs> <laughs> the black people that got free. The black people that got free. What I want to know is why. <laughs> Alex Haley's queen. Y'all don't remember why? that? That's what you felt like. How? <laughs> that was the connection. <laughs> <laughs> Them babies throwing me scraps. <laughs> Oh God! So how y'all doing? So What's going on? <laughs> I'm feeling terrible, sick as oh, a dog. No. Well, I hope I you feel know. better. Hell, Thank maybe I need you. to be sending you the damn juice. Sounds like it. Honestly, okay. I mean, Shit. I'm you know I've been drinking my soups and my teas and my tinctures, but honestly, tinctures. I'm also not right. No, not those. I'm not, uh, I'm not surprised either that I'm mm-hmm. sick because I've been yeah, overriding my exhaustion. <laughs> You know, when you keep overriding it and you're like, one more week, I'll be able mm-hmm. to rest. One more. I kept doing that. And then another month, then another month. And my body said, all right, well, we tried to told you. Everybody looked up at you like Jasmine Masters out that window. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I hate you. <laughs> But that's exactly it, and that is why I sound like this. I feel like shit, mm. but I sat my eyes down this week, and I had no choice. And I also felt like I was being punked because mm. not only did I come back so sick, but the furnace in my house wasn't working. 
So oh, that means my no. house, the whole week I was gone and was in New York, was freezing. My no. poor plants. No. Like 15 of my plants were just damaged, which you know me. I, like, wanted to cry. Yeah. I yeah. felt terrible. I was, like, trying to nurse them back to health while nursing myself back to health all weekend and also dealing with that cold. Mm-hmm. Luckily, um... I had a, what do they call space heater? Mm-hmm, I had a couple mm-hmm. of space heaters that kind of held me down until they came and fixed it yesterday. Mm-hmm. But that was like, talk about bad timing. You come home tired, you're sick, house is freezing, like a third of your plant life is injured. I mean, yeah. I was hella sad. Very friend. Pl- I feel bad for them plants. They was in that house cold. Freezing, right? Dustin. Freezing. <laughs> Why are you That ain't right. Lord forgive me. I wasn't gonna laugh at him, but then God the way you said it. freezing dust. Freezing the plants were shaking, shaking in their clay pots. You hear me? But <laughs> oh well, the good news is after spending Hard the dirt. day with me mm-hmm. <laughs> with my space heater in my bedroom, because all the ones that were injured, I took them with me to the room. Oh they're now fine. Not a plant Yes. Firm, I'm yes, literally, they were like around my bed on the side, and <laughs> I was like talking to them, and I was sick too. So I was like, "We're gonna be fine." <laughs> so you and your plants was in a quarantine bubble together. <laughs> yes. Then she came home with all the plants. Was like, "We got a bone to pick with you." <laughs> <laughs> Not you was pouring soup into the soil. Friend. There was one in particular that no that had no. me <laughs> so sad. <laughs> She just Why? was completely slumped over the kitchen table. I felt terrible. I said, you, Good God. you know it's cold when your plants get in the feeder position. <laughs> when, your, when your plants say, <laughs> Damn. I have wanted to cry, but she's totally fine. She only ended up losing one leaf. Mm-hmm. So I'm thankful. We're all now good. She, now I'm she getting like paper, better. Loose leaf. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I'm going to fight you. I'm sorry. But we're all feeling better. Everyone's feeling better. I'm getting there. And this was just a reminder to slow my ass down, which yeah. it was happening anyway, because we're all headed to Thanksgiving, which is next week, mm-hmm. which is Can like a couple that? days. Dang. I cannot. It was here. literally just November 1st on some real shit. And it's literally. Thanksgiving next week. Do y'all have plans? Are y'all going to Jade's? Are y'all going to party? I'm going to be in dinner LA. plans? You'll be in L.A.? Mm-hmm. Fury's That's birthday is on, Thanksgiving. on Thanksgiving. That's right. That's right. Happy early birthday, Fury. So I'm going to go stuff me a turkey, honey. Okay. <laughs> or two. In the sun. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I hate you. What about you, Asante? <laughs> Just staying to myself and being emo and resetting. Because this year you. is... It's already Thanksgiving. The year's about to be over. So mm-hmm. I am ready for it to be over. But I want to make sure I am ready for it to be over. So I'm going to be yeah. at home counting my blessings and letting go of all the yes. things I need to let go of for this year. Because it needs to happen before the New Year's. So when I have New Year's, I can just really feel free and lifted. Clear. Clear. Yes. yes. Everybody's free. The girls were supposed to come here for um, Thanksgiving. Remember, it's supposed to be Crystal... Jade was coming with Tristan and Noah and mm-hmm. Kia. Like, I'm just devastated. Uh, 
in my sickly butt. And it's okay. It is, it is. If anything, I was telling Jade, maybe this was how it was supposed to be. You know, like, mm-hmm. we're all really tired and overworked. Mm-hmm. They get to stay put and rest. I get to stay put and rest. And I'm also not really one of those big holiday people anyway, yeah. you know? So, like, people are like, are you going to be by yourself? You're going to be sad, but I'm not. Like, I'm actually going to be totally fine with that. I'm totally fine with, like, pulling up in my blanket, catching up on Love is Blind on Netflix, <laughs> <laughs> and eating a pie. <laughs> Wait, so did you catch up? Or are you catching up now? Are you I, catching up then? Not only did I catch up... But okay, I see the new game. drama. Okay, well, I won't say anything. Okay, see, see, because I, I knew you was finna just get right to it. That's why I was like, hold on now. Hold the phone. I've All only I watched the first three episodes. Okay, I will fight you because you're my fave. Ooh. I will fight well, you. Well, yes. Wait, wait. Okay, no, I won't wait. ruin it. That's it. Okay, okay, That's okay, it. okay, okay. Because yeah, okay. I ain't seeing a damn thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, God. But wait, how are your weekends? Did y'all have fun? Yeah. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's how you all know. I had a great weekend though. I, what did I do special this weekend that I can talk about? <laughs> um, <laughs> I saw a lot of friends. Um, I just had a good weekend. That's all I'm gonna say. I did a lot of work. I had a good. You know, working makes me happy. So it does. I had a good weekend. Yeah. Yay. What about y'all? <laughs> um. And don't the- lie. He said, mm, uh. <laughs> oh, I'm not. I'm just going to give you the, the the highlight that I want to talk about. And mm-hmm. maybe a little bit later, we can get into the highlight that I don't want to talk about. Um, But mm. uh, I got to see Black Panther 2. I, oh, I, me I, too. See, oh I knew what somebody God. had to say. I wish I would have saw it with everybody on Thursday. But I just could not get my life together. I just could not. I just couldn't. But I, I finally I got me. my life. T- <laughs> I, uh, Friday night, I went to a midnight showing. So technically Saturday. Saw it. Literally cried from beginning, really? middle, and then there were just so many parts that were just so sentimental to me. Like in the Marvel opener, okay, I just have to say this because you know they they start the movie and then they do a little the uh, every Marvel movie has this thing where they show Marvel and they show a bunch of, like the comics flipping mm-hmm, through, so they'll mm-hmm. show all like the characters, mm-hmm. Hulk, um, Doctor Strange, Iron Man, blah 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 blah. Friend. It was all clips of Chadwick as Black Panther in the Marvel clip. And I was just like, wait a minute, y'all. Hold up. <laughs> like, and then the way that they did, like, and it was everything quiet, was great. wasn't it? Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. It was normally no they, music. It was yeah, just like... They, normally, they play, like, um. it sounds like a bunch of pages flipping or some mm-hmm. music or something, and it was quiet. It was dead silent. So I was just, oh like, gosh. sitting there in my feelings the whole time it was happening. But there were so many great parts of the movie, uh, new introductions of characters. And some funny parts, too. A lot, of, oh, a lot of funny parts. And I, <laughs> I'm dying to know what made you laugh, Dustin, but we will have okay, to... Just one part we okay, can talk please, about please. now. What's old boy name that was the bad guy in the first one? But he really um, down for nothing. Yeah, the one. Remember when he got hit in the chest and his chest was open? Remember when he got hit in the chest? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, they knocked that motherfucker down. They knocked the wind <laughs> out of him, and his chest opened Wait, up and he started hollering. Killmonger is in in the second. You one? You said in the first in the first one, right? In the second. What's the guy's name in the, oh, second, in the second one one. that was in the first one? Oh, Umbaku? Winston Duke or whatever his name Umbaku, is. Yeah, is yeah. Umbaku, yeah. yeah, he was like the bad guy in the first one, kind of. Yeah, you know the big dude. Oh, kind of. He, he, he was the yeah. bad guy. You know, yeah, he, he was, ran that other tribe that they really didn't fuck yeah, with. He was like in a that. different tribe. Yeah, you know. So, but <laughs> but they hit him so hard in this in Wakanda forever. That shit was. It's just over. He just always fucking funny. He was like. 
His character is just so funny in that shit. Like even in the first one, in the first one when the white man started talking and him, his tribe just started going, and it's on a, you are not allowed to speak here. I'm gonna tell you when else I fell out. When they were singing that song and it was making them people do what it made them people. <laughs> I don't want to. You saw it, friend? <laughs> no, I was singing. Okay. Why, was, I'm not gonna say. why was that taking you out? Because <laughs> it was like one after. And those of you, who, those of you who saw the movie and I listened to this, you're gonna know exactly what I'm talking about and what the science they talking about. It was just one after another after another, and they looked so determined when they did it. They just was like. Because <laughs> it just went right over. <laughs> I was as and soon as I feel better, I'm gonna see it. Yeah. Are y'all seeing it again? No, one of those? I will be seeing it. I'm gonna tell you what else. <laughs> um, and I love. I will buy a ticket. I'm gonna buy a ticket to the next one. But that's the last uh-huh. time y'all gonna have me in the movies getting Charlie horses and shit back. Oh, sure you're so it was like four fucking. <laughs> nigga, we was in that movie I'm so I'm thinking you was about long. to say last time you're going to be crying in a theater. Hell you talking no, I was about crying laughing. I was a sound <laughs> way my body locked up and lacked up on me. And then <laughs> the, the movie called Wakanda Forever. I know why, because that's how long it takes you to watch that motherfucker. Forever. It's was so it really goddamn four long. hours? Felt like it was six. like two and a half. It felt like a car trip, a road trip. <laughs> As a child, when it really felt like movies it took do a long, be long time, and then certain scenes be happening, I'd be like, "Y'all could have cut this right here." <laughs> like, but what I, I will say is, that way, but I do. there's a lot of fucking fighting in this, and that's what I wanted to see. I wanted to see some action. You know what I'm saying? Right. I was all them sweeping vista views and, and all this shit of what kind. I don't want to see all. I get it. It's beautiful. Let's get oh, to the nitty gritty. Wait, Shout what about to- Rihanna songs? When they came on, did they fit well? Perfectly. Like, yeah, people was-, was crying. Every oh, time, okay. I thought the people in the, the theater song... was gonna do what the people I told you was doing. No, stop, <laughs> stop, stop. Sometimes the song wouldn't even play. Sometimes all you hear is, mm-hmm. and you go, "Oh shit, oh shit!" <laughs> like that's how I felt. I told you, Rihanna just perfectly embodies like music, uh, movie music. You think yeah. Shuri got a girlfriend? You know, Shuri was. I very don't read the free. books. Y'all know Shuri you was choosing. It. Shout out to Shuri. Yeah. <laughs> I Which, really feel like she was. I hated like, how Michaela Cole's character, like how they got, like they did the dyke thing at the end. I was like, damn. So we waited this long. Like I don't know. Sorry, I, I shouldn't have spoiled that part. Anyway, um, yes, Conor no Forever was amazing. Somebody told me the girl is gonna be Iron Girl. Is yeah. that true? Okay. Iron Heart. That's what her, her character's name is. Oh, I thought yeah. it was Iron Girl. <laughs> that's why that part was so funny when the cops yelled, "Oh shit!" And then yeah. <laughs> Queen said when they saw the suit. But yeah. I don't. I hate spoiling it. That's what I'm like. Fuck. And Angela Bassett had me rolling too. Angela Bassett, hold on, wait. Everyone, stop. Hold, <laughs> hold the phone. Shout out to Angela Bassett. She did her motherfucking thing because she had that blonde hair. There were several scenes where I was like, this is, the, this is the only part of our, well, white. <laughs> uh, this is the only time we'll get like a, a Angela Bassett as Storm or uh, origin story. So I kept pretending <laughs> in certain scenes it was like her being Aurora. I was like, all right, well, control the weather, do it. But she, I was like, why they got her looking her. like our, the our, our I, I know which one you're talking about. Stone and iconic, legendary, beloved Dr. Maya Angelou. Why they have her looking like because Maya Angelou? I which wig you was talking about? Why? I instantly knew which wig you was about to go to. <laughs> I was like, why Angela, Angela Bassett? I was waiting on her to do like this. <sighs> I was waiting on her to do that. <laughs> she looked just like my Angela with that hair. 
I didn't know I, the, the, I, I esteemed the love of Dr. Mm-hmm. Maya Angelou. That's who she looked like. I thought she should be like, well, yeah. <laughs> that right, bring I thought she was Yo, shout if out to whoever was on I've costume. I've seen it this weekend. I have mm-hmm. to see it. And yes. it's hard to be on Twitter because people are dying to spoil it, which is, mm-hmm. you know, everyone's excited. Mm-hmm. I get it. But I'm yeah, like, I have to see it this it. week. I have to see it you before the whole it. shit gets fucked up for me and it becomes pointless. But I want to see it. I'm excited to see it. I'm happy that it's back. But. Before we continue on our conversation, because it is a shoot the shit episode, so we're gonna be able to, you know, talk about whatever comes up. We do have one last highlight from Bet on Black. One last winner, one last brand. Dustin Ross, if you want to take it away, our sponsored segment by Target's Black Beyond Measure. Thank you, Target. Um, Yeah. So this (laughs) week we have the pleasure. The pleasure, okay, of speaking with the one and only Samantha Edwards of New Breed Meats, which is an incredible, incredible brand that she's going to tell you all about and how they push plants forward. Samantha, welcome to the Friend Zone. We're so happy to have you here. Um, I was telling Asante and Fran how much of a good time we had on set filming season two of Bet on Black on Revolt. And just all about your wonderful product, New Breed Meat. So first of all, we want to know a little bit more just about you, Samantha. And don't tell us, no, you know, don't read your bio. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we're, just, we're just kicking it. We just have a conversation. Yeah, yeah. So just tell us a little bit about your background, Samantha, and how you started New Breed Meats. First of all, I've been plant-based for like over 20 years. So it's okay. not a trend Ooh, wow. for me. This is not like I'm trying to jump on something that's hot. Um, I have literally been living this life for well over 20 years, I actually transitioned over to that lifestyle as a result of just seeing um, a lot of people around me, my family, my parents, everyone was getting sick. Everybody has diabetes, high blood pressure. They have something. Mm. And I'm like, this is crazy. So I decided to make a change and I did. Mm -hmm. And as a result, I really have been thriving um, for all these years now having two children, going through, you know, multiple pregnancies and so on, still, you know, healthy um, and, tra- and ra- raising my family in the same way. Mm-hmm. And so my mother really, um, she had stage four breast cancer mm-hmm. about 15 years ago. And I was really, I mean, everyone was just shocked by it and just was like, this is crazy. We I can't bet. believe it. Um, I mean... It was just it was just a shock. Mm-hmm. And so at that time, you know, I started really working with her to help her to see how some of the choices that she was making in her lifestyle was could possibly be contributing to mm. this condition. And so I was really just really having these heart to heart talks with her. And unbeknownst to me, because I had already moved out the house, you know, graduated college, got married. So I was already out of the scene. I'm from Brooklyn, mm-hmm. um, but she was still up there. And I was like, you know you can't be living this way, mm-hmm, <laughs> bottom line. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she she took it to heart. She took it to heart and she started making changes. And here we are, 15, 16 years later, this woman is cancer-free. She lost yes. like 50 oh, pounds. Amen. She's like thriving. She's like super healthy. No trace of the cancer. She has to take, you know, tests every year. Yeah. Never came back. And I mean, she's good. And that to me was like a, like the biggest testimony in regards to this power, the power of this of this lifestyle, and I really, um, from that point, started sharing a lot of these principles um, around the world. So 
my husband and I, we started like several nonprofits where we literally travel around the world and we give different uh, talks and lectures and so on. And just really engaging people and helping to realize that, you know, they can make a difference in their own um, situation, that they don't have to fall prey to what is deemed, um, uh, you know, hereditary diseases and so mm-hmm. on. Um, we or even like terminal. Tell you, it's really like a hereditary diet. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, that's what's hereditary. Yeah, yeah exactly. And so, so anyway, yeah, it's just, we just saw the power in it. Okay. And so how did that translate into, okay, now let me start, let me commodify this and t- turn this into a business. Yeah. Yeah. So as a result of, um, writing this cookbook called the better way cookbook and just teaching these classes on nutrition and, and wellness and health and so on, we realized that, um, that people really needed to a little bit more handholding in terms of, you know, they have this taste that is driving them to make these decisions all the time, even mm-hmm. though it's not the best. And so we really wanted to create a product line that can help people make that transition in a seamless way. So they can still, you know, eat the things that they love and, and, and that, you know, whatever culture they come from, however, it can be done in a very, um, in a healthier way. And so that's really what was the, the mindset behind starting New Breed Meats. And then we also wanted it to be allergen friendly. So, I mean, I feel like now everybody has some kind of allergy. Yeah. So we really wanted to um, to be able to have something that anyone and everyone could enjoy. And so we came up with New Breed Meats and, you know, just kind of playing around with the, the idea a couple of years ago. And then it just became this thing. And so we we're really excited to be able to kind of really share it with the world. All right. So for those who don't know what New Breed Meats is, I was there, so I know all about New Breed Meats. So <laughs> but for those who don't know, tell us about New Breed Meats. And, and I also want to introduce you to my sirens. Uh, as a Brooklyn, native, a Brooklyn native, I'm sure, you know, this is a reacquaintance of sorts for you. Yes, <laughs> but I wanted you right. to be, you know, yes. in tune with them as well. Yes. But tell those of us who uh, may not be as familiar with New Breed yeah. Meats exactly what it is. Yes. So New Breed Meats is a nutritiously delicious line of plant-based meats, plant-based proteins. So we have several SKUs and it includes burgers, grounds. So you can make, you know, your lasagnas, your taco, whatever, anything where you you will substitute wherever you would put meat, you will use New Breed. Um, So it's a ready to cook line. So we have grounds. We have um, breakfast sausage patties. That's amazing with biscuits and gravy. Like it's Mm. really good. Um, And then we have our newest um, line that's um, about to be uh, released is the chicken line, which we're super excited about. Um, So it it has... um, some authentic flavors from the Caribbean. I come from a Caribbean background, so we wanted hey. to kind of infuse those flavors. Yes. <laughs> My husband's Jamaican too. So we have like jerk and, and curry and mm. oh wow. And a plain mm. so you That's can exciting. add your own flavor profile. Yeah. So mm. so we really wanted to create this broad line of meat. So, you know, the chicken and the beef and all the stuff that, you know, pork, all the things that's normally killing us, like the real deal. We wanted to chronic trying to create products that you can just easily just swap out um, from your regular meat and you just use a new breed meats instead. Okay, what about oxtail? <laughs> I don't. It's coming, it's coming. It's still an I mean, you know, I'm just saying, you know what I'm saying? That, that right there, that, that's supposed to, like, once you get that recipe where it's supposed to be, that's a sellout right there. And you can sell that for a premium. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. So we're in R&D with several things. Um, 
but yeah, so we have what we have now. We're really excited about it. The people have been responding well, um, and they just love the flavor. So it's just really a matter of getting more um, attention to the brand, what we stand for, why we're doing what we're doing, and getting people to really um, to try it. So now, mm-hmm. uh, well, ahead, I was friend. just going to say, like you were mentioning earlier, Samantha, it's become really trendy. Like we're even seeing corporations kind of jumping into the game and throwing mm-hmm. in their version yeah. of quote unquote healthy meat. Um, so I'm curious, right. I'm curious, what would you say separates new breed meats from all of those other meats that we would see on those new green aisles now when you walk into a market? No, that's actually a really good question. And it's true. Like I feel like I said, I've been in it for so long and I I personally never thought I would see the day where it's like mainstream. Like I never right. I, back in the day, I would have to like go to all of these co-ops. Help yep. stores like it was like very I know mom all and about pop-ish. it. <laughs> yeah, very popish. Yeah. I mean, like I remember from Brooklyn, I had to go to this little place on Flatbush called Tony's. So, like, it was all these <laughs> little little places. So, yeah, I do agree that a lot of big corporations. I, I feel like it's not really that authentic, honestly. I just right. feel like they see the numbers. Yeah, they're looking at the data. They're looking at man, this this is this area is hot, and I want to jump on it. So to me, the mission is not there. It's not like, because they're still selling the other products. So they're just <laughs> right. using it as a line extension to, to capture all, every, every person. But if you are really mm. in it because you really felt that, you know, people really need to be changing their habits for many different reasons, health is one. But I mean, there's many other reasons why people do it environment. I mean, there's many different avenues but I just feel like the authenticity really isn't there with a lot of the other brands um, that's popping up on the scene um, because, again, it's that plus everything else. So what's the point? We're a black and woman-owned brand. Like, this this has been our life. This is our life. This will be our life. Right. Um, we've been in it for so long, and we're just really trying to bring that message to those, especially those who, who um, historically haven't really been um, uh, too educated in terms of what this is, what, um, their previous habits are actually doing to affect them in their lives and their families and so on. And so we really go into like inner cities, rural communities, communities that are often neglected. And we really bring this message across. So for us, it's that message and it's that lifestyle and it's holistically, um, it's a whole package. We're not doing this plus something else. Like, no, this is what we're doing. This is all we're doing. Right. And here's why. Samantha, yeah. what do you say to someone? Uh, cause you know, Remy Ma on the show was, you know, as a, a yeah. carnivore eater, uh, yeah, what do you say yeah. to those <laughs> that say, uh, you know, I want to support the business, but I normally don't eat, you know, plant-based meat. So what should yeah. I start with or how should I season? Because I personally, <laughs> I mean, like I, I've said on several occasions, like I have to have meat with every meal, like even a dessert. Yeah. You could use like a little piece of bacon or something Not on that. I don't know. I, don't care. I mean, Ooh, everything. Exactly. So what do you say right. to that person? It's like, you know, me is I, my does my my stuff taste this good and it's so good for you that you want to be focused on that or you know keep doing yeah. what you do and throw this in there and see if you notice the difference and then just start substituting a couple times a week like what do you say to that person me yeah so like and i mean it really goes back to um to the education piece 
So I feel like if people really understood um, the small decisions that they make on a day-to-day basis, how it ultimately will affect them in the future, uh, you know, I, I think it really starts to you know, get the mind turning and, and really understanding why, you know, I can't just continue on and, and just expect these results. Like hmm. something is going to happen. Like it's inevitable. And so I really think the education piece is really key. Um, and, I, you know, I think that the other thing too is you can be educated all you want, but if you don't have a product that really is in line with the taste, no one's going to make a lasting change. So I feel mm. like the taste is also key as well. And that's why we spend a lot of time with getting the taste profile and the texture. That's another that thing. Right. Is very the texture Exactly. <laughs> yeah. The taste and the texture. It's like the whole experience. So you really have to, you know, hone in on those experiences because that's what's really drawing people to meat. Like if meat didn't have the taste and the texture and so on, it'll just be like anything else. So, um, it won't be have this drawing power. But once you're able to really replicate that experience, um, to me, it's just a matter of getting people to really um, to try it and to see that, you know, wow, this is something I can actually do because they don't feel like they're compromising. They don't feel like they're sacrificing taste for health. Right. We feel like you can have both uh, with New Breed. So without giving away, cause I love the piece that you share with us about um, helping to inform like underserved communities or, you know, areas that may not have access to these sort of options. How yeah. are you identifying those areas and those groups, um, Samantha, and without giving away any of your secrets, like what is your plan yeah, yeah. On, on informing those people of this? Yeah, and I think it will. It's really just an extension of the work that we've been, been doing in, mm. as community health advocates for over a decade. So, you know, we know the areas that are in need. We grew up in those areas. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We we visit the areas. So we, we know the areas that are in need. Yeah. Like, to be quite honest, like, I remember like a couple of years ago, we were traveling through um, from one place to another, Atlanta to somewhere else. Um, anyway, we passed through Memphis. We were like driving through Memphis and we stopped like, you know, at a very well-known retailer, a supermarket in mm-hmm, Memphis. Mm-hmm. And, Traditionally, I always knew this this grocery store to have like a whole food section and so on. So anyway, I went in there looking for something and literally this section didn't exist. So I was like, I was like looking for the I was like asking the associate, oh, where is the section with, you know, the tofu and whatever. And they're like, they had no idea what I was even saying. So I was like, Mm, this is mm, crazy. mm. Like this was so wrong on so many levels to me. And I just feel like a lot of communities have been marginalized and the, like literally they just don't even give them the option. Like it yeah. just doesn't exist. So that's hurtful to me that yes. you can have whole communities that's suffering. They're sick and dying and they don't even have any options. It's like this perpetual state of ignorance that continues yeah. to exist continually. And it's just like, I just feel like it's wrong. And so a lot of what we want to do is really reach those areas. I mean, we know where those areas are, you know, in the hood and everywhere else. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of things are changing now, mm-hmm. um, which I'm really happy about. But I still think that there's still a lot of work that still needs to be done. And the more we can get more hands on the on the, on the the ground, more people talking about it. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a friend um, who has this whole um, uh, talk that he does called the Slave Man's Diet. And I just feel like people just need to be enlightened. People just need to be enlightened and aware that 
you know, you're doing what you're doing because this is how you grew up. And this is, you know, this is how your parents did it. And this is how their parents did it. Like, so yeah. the, you need to make the change. You need you need to make the turn. And so we try to encourage people to do that. Well, that's one of the great things about um, New new Breed Meats being a part of Bet on Black Season 2 on Revolt, uh, presented by Target. Thank you, Target. Thank you, Revolt. Yes. Uh, that's one of the great things because we want as many people to have as many eyes as they can on these great ideas that, that you brilliant yeah. um, group of entrepreneurs had. So with that being said, where can they find out more about new breed meats, Samantha? Yeah. So the best place currently to find out about new breed meats is on our website. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, eatnewbreed.com. Makes perfect Eat sense. Eatnewbreed.com. Um, you can also look at our socials, which we need a little, little help in. But anyway, <laughs> our Instagram. <laughs> we're trying, we're trying. So, hey, if y'all listening, um, okay. New Breed Meats is looking for some help with their social media. We, we know, definitely are. Sound like a J-O-B to M-E, <laughs> okay? That's right, that's right. So, at Eat New Breed. But, yeah, so our website and social, that's really the best way. Um, it kind of gives a little bit more insight as to what our mission is, mm-hmm. why we're doing it. And also, you can um, actually purchase some of our products as well. We have a taste and see um, package where people can just try every all of the different products that we have all in one box. Oh, I like so, that. You know, we That's have cool. a lot of fun things, yeah. Well, this has been wonderful. Mm-hmm. Samantha, thank you. Definitely ordering some. I'm going to actually yeah. try out the meat. I'm going to do a little taste test. I'm not a YouTuber or anything, Yay. so I'm not going to do it live, but I am going to see because, um, <laughs> you know, as you met Pinky, I, I tasted her food and I was like, okay, this might be something yes. that I could get into. So if I see something yeah, like on your site, I might become a, a believer. You know what I'm saying? So see? thank you. Yeah. You know, it's it's interesting because, like I said, you know, a lot of people, they're like, you know, they're kind of wary and, and like, well, you know, should I, shouldn't I? It's like you know, kind of a strange scenario. But mm-hmm. again, that's the response that we get oftentimes. They're like, oh, wow, I can do this. Like people can like see themselves doing it. Once they taste and see, that's what we call it, taste and see. Once they taste and see, um, you know, what the possibilities are, then they realize, wow, you know, this isn't as bad as I thought. You know, right. It's not like, you know, you're eating carrots or whatever. Like it's it's like something substantial. Also, you don't do the you don't do the carrot in the hot dog bun thing, Samantha. (laughs) (laughs) That's not new breed. See what I do is different from what you know, I I could do that. But you know, I'm not I'm not trying to you know, we try to take people from A to B. Yes. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, Samantha. (laughs) That's all we need sometimes. Yes, yes. yes. Well, Samantha, thank you so much for spending time with us this afternoon. Thank you, Samantha. Um, Congratulations yes, on congrats. your win. Thank you so much. Yes. That's so exciting. Thank you. Amazing. Yes, yes. We had such a good time. It was so fun. Yes, we did. All right. Well, thank you. And thanks once again to Target for providing this week's Black Business of the Week segment. Uh, and now let's get back to the show. Thank you, Samantha. Thank you. Hey, HBCU fam, get ready to turn up the energy. McDonald's and the Thurgood Marshall College Fund have $1 million in scholarships at 53 HBCUs for 66 brilliant students. This year, you could be one of them, but time is running out. Did we mention the $1 million in scholarships? Apply by March 27th at tmcf.org. But I just have to say how ironic (laughs) that she's coming in this week. (laughs) 
<laughs> talking about green meats and health and all these things. And last week I was like, guess who's eating chicken? <laughs> <laughs> I was trying so hard to keep a straight face because I know I know like, how you listeners were thinking huh. it. <laughs> I, thought we was, I thought we graduated. <laughs> you know, and you know what? One of y'all hit me. I was like, are you psychic or did I say something on an episode? Because so a listener hit me and said, have you had oxtail yet? And that tripped me the hell out because that was... The craving that sent me over the edge. Like one day I was home and out of nowhere, you know, I'll smell like food, obviously, mm-hmm, when you're at mm-hmm, restaurants. Mm-hmm. I'm with y'all and it smells good. I'm not someone that's like, oh, mm-hmm. no, that's death. It's like it smells good, looks good. I know it's good. I've had it for many years, but I just never craved it. It was a, something that like didn't really affect me that way. And out of nowhere. <laughs> I don't know. I was turning forty. That oxtail grabbed a whole thing. Hormones tail, changing. Ass. That's so, why I, so I always say, said, just listen, listen. Like, like there was body. like a, a real sub 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 process <laughs> running. I was like, don't you miss the tenderness, the gravy, that old software popped that up. On, like touch <laughs> the feel. And I craved oxtail. I was like, where the fuck is this craving coming from? That is so random. I let it go because, right, I just let it go. Didn't really pay mind to it. But it just kept coming back. It was incessant, like Mariah says. And one day that's when I was like, you know what? I I am going to listen to my body and figure out why it's asking for this. And oxtail was one of the first big meals I was like able to have that's what you know once i like that's what you broke it. it with was the oxtail. no hell no could you imagine i probably would have fucking collapsed <laughs> I some oxtails on sunday well, oxtail is just the best like it's just it's just and i know some people don't get it i have a lot of people that be like i don't get it like it's it's not that good i'm like you're tripping oxtail and it looks like a meat gravy. flower Right, so it with the meat around it. It's so pretty when they give you that extra gravy. So, but I do want to try her mm-hmm. her new breed meats though, mm-hmm. because to be honest, I was never really a fan of the like fake meats and chickens. As Dustin was saying, chicken, chicken. chicken. Mm-hmm. I just it wasn't my thing because in my mind it was always like I might as well eat the real thing because yeah. a lot of them be hella processed. Coming in from the factories, you know what I'm saying? By the time you get through wrapping it with rice paper and dipping it in liquid smoke and all that other shit, it's just, (laughs) I might as well just eat the shit. Just fucking just eat it. You know what I'm saying? You know, but hers, I'm curious because they're still starting out, you know, and you can see the site. Not like a lot yeah, of them lying she, vegans we didn't met. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she seems she's honest. And I'm honest. curious because she's honest. Caribbean. Caribbeans. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm curious like how they seasoned it, you know, and what the meat tastes like. And I'm sure they're gonna come out with sauces and stuff. So definitely to be honest, keep an eye out. That's mm-hmm. where she sold me right there because oh, period. When I met Pinky, <laughs> she was still she was vegan making that food. So mm-hmm. it was like, in oh, Harlem, you vegan right too, the corner. and you've been doing that 15 years, 20 years, and now you're just selling it? Oh, I know it's going to be good. <laughs> so that's why I was like, I'm going to Pinky balling. 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 And, 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 and rightfully so, because that food, that burger is good as hell. It's Remember so when good. we first yeah. had I don't oh, think you first had it, but I think it was my first time. Weren't we all in yeah. Atlanta? Mm-hmm. Was it after Shout a live show? Vegan. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It was so yeah. good. 
and Shout she provided. Oh, it's because mm-hmm. wait, she provided the slutty vegan truck. We had the Wasn't food truck it? in partnership with them at our pop up. Yes, but we Yo, had it another time we've had though some too. Cute yeah, partnerships. Mm-hmm. We yep. partnered with Slutty Vegan. Had yep. the food truck pop up at well, one our of the pop-up first to have partnered with Slutty Vegan. That's Let's right. Just, look, we can put that on our resume. And also how cute Like just to have a food truck Like, like to be in Atlanta up. and have control of The slutty vegan truck outside of our pop up And have that legendary line that they always have It was like wow, The store that crazy. you live The shop you literally can barely get into And we had it outside And shout out to she was But Pinky's always just been so bomb with us Like the so fact bomb. that she was Across the street from my house on yep, the corner yep. Kid Fury's old crib Like it's just crazy How life yep. works And now she's like Massive <laughs> Yo Did she just open A New York location Brooklyn Yeah She's in Brooklyn Oh shit it I know the line is Mm-hmm <sighs> I'm not I yeah, don't give me that. the line. They had a grand opening. Let me see if it's open. <laughs> I was about to say, I don't even eat vegan. Y'all know, but it's like vegan. No, nah, but that was good, though. Yes. I'll eat that. Yeah. I'm going down to say vegan then when they get here. So. She figured it out, so I'm super down. Let me see if this lady vegan. But I'm also vegan. excited to try the new breed meats. Yeah. And, and honestly, sure. that was dope watching them uh, interact together on the show. I was like, oh, bad vegans link up. <laughs> That's so cute. <laughs> yeah, it's open. Slutty Vegan Brooklyn is open. Oh shoot! Dang. Where in Brooklyn? Where is it? Flatbush. It is on. Hold on, <laughs> It probably is, and well, I'm crying. It has to be on yeah, it's like, on Fulton, six ninety Fulton Street in Brooklyn. Yeah, Fulton. Smart, smart. A lot of traffic going in and out. That's yep, that's so smart. Like. Congratulations, well, that ain't Pinky. What it looks like. That's what it looks like. Oh, that How ain't what it cute. Looks like. That's what it looks <laughs> like. <laughs> oh, yeah. She right there by the Barclay and the, and mm-hmm. the store down there and all that. Yeah. Oh, that's Ching, super ching, cute. getting paid over there. Yeah, right okay. there by a train station. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get that coin. She's a slutty vegan. So cute. I'm so happy for her. But... Now we can get back to the show. I'm trying to remember what we were talking about. Were y'all still talking Wakanda about your forever. weekends? Oh, yes. <laughs> and That's ever. <laughs> and ever. And ever after. That's how long that goddamn movie was. I hadn't seen. <laughs> I'm telling you it was long, but it was a great, it was a great movie. Great experience. It was. Went you, know what's even, you know what's even longer that what? I watched on my flight? Avatar. The Godfather trilogy. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. I love The Godfather. Yeah. I mean, me too. Yeah. I but love The Godfather. I forgot how long that shit was. It damn near one movie was my whole flight across the country. Honestly, friend, thank you for putting that back into I Like, that's what I'm going to rewatch. I always watch something it real good when I'm going through some sort of like, fuck these niggas. And Godfather is top With a horse head in the bed. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh. my God. <laughs> when he woke up. Fantastic. Remember how he was screaming? That was so good. (laughs) No, I um, haven't watched it in years, obviously. Mm -hmm. And it popped up on my screen when I was looking for something to watch. It was such a long ass flight. I was like, I need to watch something. Y'all know what? Long. And it was so good. So good. Me and my girl tried to watch. Shout out to my friend Neff. I love you. Y'all know Neff. Hey, I love you, Neff. Hi, Neff. I love Neff. So Neff came by and we were watching, um, we tried to start from scratch. That's the show on Netflix. You, I'm so glad you brought this up. So, so I watched the first two episodes. 
Mm-hmm. And it was really slow for me. Mm-hmm. Really slow. Um, I want to hold on, you know. <laughs> um, I've seen really positive conversations surrounding it. And, I mean, uh, people crying, people being like, yo. I've even seen people saying, ready. like, after the first episode, I was in tears and I wasn't. Get your Kleenex. So, yeah. She says 95% like this TV show. I had no idea what you were talking about. I had to Google. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. With Zoe, Zoe Saldana. And I, I, AKA you know, Nina Simone. <laughs> Dustin, <laughs> let her get past that hump. <laughs> it ain't her, it's the people. <laughs> yep. So I don't, I'm not really a rom com person. Oh, so yeah, I kind of already said. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. Continue, friend. <laughs> but I was like, sometimes some rom-coms are cute, you know? And I was like, let me watch. And I tried. And yeah. You said I was it's like, a it's rom-com? Just... Google told me it was a drama. Wait, I have to. <laughs> it says... oh, it's but that's the point. That's the whole point. <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting here for a second. I was like, wait, rom-com? I'm trying but you know not what to I just. Mean. Maybe no, it's you... not a rom com, but it's like you, like she falls in love in Italy, and they do that thing where she like bumps into him in the street, and it's like, oh, okay. oh my god, I'm gonna love you for the okay, next okay, year okay, until okay. you break my heart. Just at one that. point, I was I like, if her boyfriend pulls up in this car on the street, I'm turning this shit off. And you sure enough, he pulled up in the car. The I looked at Neff. She just busted out laughing. <laughs> First of all, do you know that's one of my favorite games to play when I watch movies? <laughs> Predicting what can, happens next. Who can guess what happens the next. predictable trope that they're going to use in this scene? And I'm I'm like 99% right. My God. But I will say, yeah, it just wasn't for me. <laughs> but I'm happy that she's being well received because I know she had a hard time. You know, you know? can I just say... This this has randomly been on my heart um, for the light skin community. I have no dog in y'all's fight, but I just you know for my people, just you know, be a little nicer, easier on a light skin person. I'm seeing all these colorism conversations coming up about these housewives. It's taking me back to Westworld with Thandie Newton's apologizing for taking all the uh, dark-skinned actresses' uh, jobs, and now Westworld canceled. Not to say Uh-oh. that the two are related, but, I mean, Westworld, like, I thought we had another season. Anyway, um, yeah, I just, it's... Shout-out to light-skinned people. Y'all really got a lot going on. No, you didn't say shout-out <laughs> Like, it means always Aldana, she back, and it's, she's, we're still going to be reminded of Mina Simone for a time. For a time. That's just going to be something <laughs> she has to rock with. And um, or she could tweet through it like that used to be the saying. And um, yeah, now she's here and she's gonna <laughs> keep going until we're back on. Like, yeah, it's always Aldana. So shout out to her for doing please, that. Please, please watch it. And I'm, I'm not gonna curious watch. to hear. I don't care. I don't, the only person I saw in here, I tried. Well, Kalita Smith and uh, whoever Danielle Deadwilder is, I'd watch for her. But I don't. No, no, thank you. It's not bad. It's just like, it's just no, not my... No. Amy, it's an American student really studying in Italy, meets know? and falls in love with Lino, a Sicilian chef. When Lino faces health issues and the couple's future is threatened, the two families come together. Like, I don't care about none of that. Yeah, I'm not like yeah. a sorry. book. <laughs> same. You know, but like, that's same. not really my... But if you, you know. are just looking for something to fill the... T- I mean, this has a 95% uh, 
7.9, almost 8 out of 10 on IMDb, which is very high for IMDb because y'all know that should be low. Uh, 92% Rotten Tomatoes. So a lot of people like this, but I just, off rip, I know I'm not going to be one. Yeah, yeah a lot it. of people on Twitter. I think actually I saw Mandy tweet, um, oh, fine, like I'm, I'm giving in. <laughs> Mandy watches Warrior. And now. I was waiting. When I tell you I was waiting, I low-key wanted to put her tweet on notification because I was like, mm-hmm. I have to hear Mandy's cold-hearted ass. <laughs> what she think? She never tweeted about it again. <laughs> so I already got my answer. Now she was watching. Tweets was watching. She mm-hmm. needed to go back to it. Because <laughs> I was cracking up. I was like, oh shit, she done fell for the scam. No, but I'm kidding too. It's not a bad movie. But if you if you love love, you know, and those yeah. love stories, if like you just, you're gonna love you just it. Like you're gonna love it. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna if be real. I'm not in that space to really off. appreciate that right now. So that's why I was just like pass, hard pass. But I'm not saying Yeah, because it's the same with um What's the period piece with um, Shonda Rhimes? Bridgerton. Brid- yeah. Like Bridgerton. Didn't like, care about Bridgerton. I could appreciate aspects of it. You yeah. know, like I like think I it love was the well outfits. done. Love. Very well done. But mm-hmm. the storyline that I saw people being like, oh my God, I can't. Like, I just was like, man. But maybe see, I'm I didn't just, watch like, Downton really Abbey. So I knew I was No, but Downton Abbey is good. <laughs> Look, she said, wait a minute now. <laughs> That's a good show. Then, like, like I, I, I believe that show. I, I thought like Bridgerton too because it had like a Gossip Girl aspect to it. And but I, I never watched right, that. Right, right. Yeah, I mean not Gossip Girl, uh, Pretty Little Liars because they were like well both actually. So but, like the anonymous person yeah. that's like keeping track. Yeah, I mean the concept is cool. Yeah, there were things I watched that was a couple cute, episodes, but I just yeah, didn't but... even bother. Yeah, they was like, the light skinned man. I was like, no thanks. And then they're like, he's not even on season two. And I was like, well, now nah, I really don't gotta watch. So. Now, you know what I did watch over the weekend? I binged season four of Atlanta. What'd you think? <laughs> I think season four is by my favorite season of Atlanta. It yeah. was so funny. And y'all know I have a very complex relationship <laughs> with Atlanta. So for me to say that, because y'all know how I feel yep. about his... I only have grew up with white people and this is where I have you hood black people brain... It blows me, and some of his shit that pops up still blows me, and I want to fight him. But <laughs> when I objectively watch it and remove my emotions, it was funny as hell, especially the episode about Tyler Perry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my I God. I haven't watched it, but I'm going to. Dustin. Please, because I'm dying for you to get to this one episode that is going to, when I tell you, you're going to scream. Yeah. I scream laughed. <laughs> I haven't watched it either because I'm in the middle of rewatching. I wanted it to all stack. So oh, I'm just, so surprised. Well, you I, wanted, watched it. I wanted to watch the whole thing at, at the end and then I started rewatching the old episodes and I'm just stuck in season two right now. I just can't. But um, I didn't even know that they had a fourth season. I just mm-hmm. went on Hulu and it just like aggregated. I kept seeing it on know? one of my bootleg sites. Yeah, like it popped up new season and I was like, new season. I thought last season was the last season, so that was kind of yeah. I did too, and then the what they were doing. But then I remember saying that last season, someone was like, "No, there's another season." And I was like, "Oh, damn, there's gonna be another season." Now, season three was the season where they did the episodes. Like once episode was in one story. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. And season four was a return to form. Um. 
Yes or were they still doing no. that one episode to the next episode shit they did in season three? No, no, no. It's definitely returned to form in the sense that the full cast is mm-hmm. pretty much in every episode. It's not the thing where like it's about something completely mm-hmm. different. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also is that because they're not connected to each other. It's very like Curb Your Enthusiasm, Seinfeldish, you know? But that could face. also be me because I might not be smart enough. Because you know how <laughs> some of the stuff people be breaking out and I'm like, oh shit, I didn't catch. Yeah, them none think of that. pieces be a bunch of lies. Just but sometimes they'd be on and then you'd be like, oh shit. Like I caught the references that are obvious, like mm-hmm. Tyler Perry, <laughs> right? You know, like I loved there was a documentary style one they did about um, an executive at Disney, like a black exec. <laughs> like it's just funny. I'm sorry, I, I really Donald hear Glover is is genius for many a reason. But like, even though I know you didn't connect with that third season, friend, and I haven't even gotten back to it. There's just something I loved about the fact that every other episode featured like the main cast, and then outside of what these episodes were, and then the other episodes in between were like these asides almost like the lessons if you will it's just that what and they I were like, about or who they could have been for is where it gets murky but i just like that he right. had that style or thought to do that and played with that format and i think that's what i like about donald glover is that he just isn't a conformist in the sense that he didn't just give you that traditional he's a contortionist show. that's why he was <laughs> in that video like but you get what I mean like he played around (laughs) with what a show should look like how it should be released you know what the episode structure is what it's even about like looking back I'm like I couldn't even tell you what the show's about but I think that's cool personally like I like people that are like yeah I'm gonna fuck around with what TV looks like and that's what I appreciate about him I can appreciate that too as long as the shit makes sense you know what I'm saying right which is (laughs) where he lost me a bit but I also feel like I didn't catch every reference so maybe that's why it didn't hit the way I, I was seeing it episode with Cat Williams and an alligator <laughs> that's the alligator man he ain't got no alligator in there yes he do <laughs> he's in this season too he's in this season oh, too Cat Williams yes he sure oh is I, I was very wait. happy to see him and it's a funny ass episode too Cat Williams is wait. funny as hell and he is. he'll Wait, forever be in the books for what he said to Wanda oh, in that yes, radio girl. station. Honestly, she said she bad. started with him with all them, them um, low-key homophobic jabs and shit she was making. And he, really? tore, he tore her. Hell yeah, yeah. Talking about Miss Girl and get your hair done and you was in jail. Oh, see, I didn't you know, catch that. Try to okay. call his, his suit I, last season. Yeah, like, all I caught of all of it. And that's why when he started flaming her ass, for saying dumb she stuff. He didn't any, and what's crazy is he didn't even crack like, well, he did say she was big on the radio. <laughs> but I was going to say he didn't even crack like no, you know, <laughs> low hanging fruit joke. No easy right, joke. Right, where he could have gone. Yeah. He made fun of her for saying that she, her sons liked how she made broccoli. <laughs> he was like, go look up right now. Because she, was, you cause he was like, what's your favorite thing to cook? Boil she, water. <laughs> she was like, broccoli. <laughs> like, and he gonna say, and you can see what I should do. You should see what I can do with some corn. <laughs> that shit was so. <laughs> Kay Williams is funny as hell. Sorry, he's I, one I of hate, my favorite. I hate that period. Wanda them created that story, but honestly, <laughs> it was one of the greatest moments ever. Like that was crazy how he did not want to be there when he said <laughs> your gnarled fin- you run one of your gnarled fingers. That's when I was like, okay, full stop. He just <laughs> like he he. They're not even 
it's not a fair match. They're not this playing point. no that, more. Like, and, and he, <laughs> the way he was slicing and dicing her ass on that radio, and you know, it was a whole bunch of shit. Let me watch what I say. Cause you know her husband came up there and put a gun on him yeah. at the at the Atlanta <gasps> Comedy Theater yeah. the next night allegedly. What? Yeah. Well, I, ain't, I don't. You know. It yeah. Happened. It was well, a bunch of like. Yeah, yeah. Allegedly, because we don't want to. I'll. You come up <laughs> here if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> the sirens will let you know anyway. Okay, wait, friend. What else you be watching? Because I I know we talk about you know our shows all the time. So I would just love mm-hmm. to know more of what you got going on. I'm trying to and think. Your I mean. I, what else have I been watching? I can, I have such a fog. I'm trying to remember, like, what's on? Oh, well, Love is Blind. But I was going to say, ruin some of Love is Blind for me. Just, I I, I made it out the pods. Well, I won't ruin it because how far are you? Well, this season well I'm going to really tell you good. why you can ruin it. I just literally play it on my TV in the background when I'm playing. You, you know, I got two TVs in my living room while I'm playing my, mm-hmm. uh, my video game on the other one. So it just plays. I'm really not paying attention. I was trying to be in it um, when Raven, there's a girl named Raven on there, right? Yes, uh, the girl who was uh, exercising while one of the guys was trying to open his heart to her. Loved yeah, it. Yeah, and then the the guy that she was about to choose, I wasn't really feeling. And then how they broke up was so weird. So she was the only story I was really becoming invested in. So when you said SK, I was like, oh. But that's why it tripped me out because they confused me so much. When I first saw their pairing, I didn't think she liked him. Right. She seemed, she was, like, avoiding eye contact. When they would, like, go to hug, she would kind of, like, look away. And all the things that you would think, like, she's not attracted to him. There's Mm -hmm, no chemistry. mm -hmm. She's just trying to be nice, polite, and get through the show. And then he, you could tell, was attracted because, I mean, it was very clear. but, But then they ended up being my favorite couple of the show. And that tripped me out because it was a very slow burn for them. But that actually worked to their advantage because while everyone else was already wilding out, having like all this emotionally full, full charged, in. yeah, like uh, interactions already, fighting about who likes who, da, 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 who's fucking who, who would you prefer? They were just chill. Honestly, and getting it to know each other. And so what registered to me as very friend zone ish was just them taking their time. And it worked because they were so cute by the end. But I just saw some weird shit on TikTok. Uh, I didn't see it on TikTok, but it was circulating on Twitter about like him being in some white girl's DMs. <laughs> hey, <you laughs> on know, Hinge. Friend, no, on this, Hinge, not even this, DMs. Not being so, on Hinge. Wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. I that did not want to say bad. it, but I wanted to say I thought he was going to end up with a white girl because remember he was the one that was always, that was like, all like, uh, well, yeah, you know, by doing this experiment, no one knows what color you are. Something like that. And I was just like, huh. (laughs) And you don't think, no, I ain't even watched this shit, but you mean to tell me your dumb, ignorant ass don't think that a racist and number one, ain't going to be able to tell your black, just by the sound of your oh, voice. Oh, they be sniffing Number it, two, okay? when you come out it. them doors, if you thought they was in love, they're going to remind you that they're going <laughs> to they're gonna be reminded of their racism, <laughs> and then you are going to be reminded of their racism. And that happened, that happened on this season because there was a white boy named Cole who was, like, very frat boyish, that mm-hmm. kind of goofy, silly, you know, want to play Nerf gun while you're cooking in the kitchen type of mm-hmm. person. And... He ended up with, like, I think she was Pakistani. Mm-hmm. Very beautiful girl. What's her name? Mm-hmm. Z- Zanab. Zanab. Yeah, Zanab. 
Mm-hmm. Right. Pakistan. Mm-hmm. I believe, please forgive me if she wasn't, but I believe she was Pakistani from the UK. Really, really beautiful girl. Extremely insecure, though. Yes. And I he, see that. there was a white girl that he liked, like he preferred. And he straight up told her, she's a 10, you're a nine. If I saw her at a bar, he said, like in another convo, if I had seen if I had seen them at a bar, the white girls who he would have gone to. Mm-hmm. So okay. that's already fucked up to hear, you know. And he also said, like, <laughs> "You're Zanab. Like, I usually date someone named Lily." He said that. <laughs> he said that. <laughs> so that was you know his what? very roundabout, <clears throat> non-roundabout way of being like, "Bitch." I said that I was going to try not to be expletive. So I'm just going to tell you what I wish I could do. I wish I could sing the N-word the way that that white girl did. Because that's basically what he did. Like, what? Yeah, and he tried. Like, the only thing I will give him is that I can tell he was genuinely trying to work through his shit, you know, and be like, why would I not like her? Because this is who I normally would go for. And he seemed to be trying to work through it. But like Dustin said, when that ain't your fucking thing, that ain't your thing. And it seemed like he was trying to force himself to like her. And then she was insecure because as beautiful as she was, she said something weird one day, like, well, I'll never look like her. And that killed me because... No shade to the white girl. She looks how she looks, but what? I was like, girl, stop. Don't even talk like that just because this white boy. But that's also what happens. And I don't know Zanab's life, but I'm going to assume that she got her she even deserved. thinking that. No, but her even saying that and thinking that, that she's had to have grown up around a lot of white people. Because mm-hmm. she's entirely too beautiful to even be thinking. Yeah. Like, I would never in my life. What did he look like? Compare myself to a white girl and be like, well, I'll never look like her. That's just not something that would like, cross my mind because I just, I didn't, I wasn't raised around white people enough to center them in anything that I question about myself. I'm about you know to what Google I mean? them. Hold on. What's Z E N A B? Z A N A B. I think it's like Zanab yeah. Jeffers or something like Zanab that. Zanab Love is Blind. Very cute girl. Yeah, Zanab was cute. Yeah, and it was killing me because the girl that she's saying she'll never look like, I'm not saying and nothing. And she, was, she but... was kicking it with this man, Cole. Yes. The that looked like Kelly Clarkson. Right. That's what I ought to tell his ass. Behind these hazel eyes, motherfucker, I ought to went in on him. But she had issues, though, because she was saying stuff like, oh, you know, stuff that he said. And he would be like, I never said that. I was just looking at this picture. She has a really high waist. See, like, that's her waist up here and then all around his hip and leg. (laughs) And so sometimes that translates into, you know, a bad attitude. (laughs) Yo, you are just. But she was saying things he said that he was like, I literally never said that. And he told the editors, like, if y'all have that scene, please post it during the reunion. And their shady asses posted it. And low key, he was right. And I know everybody was fucked over it because people were on stage, like, literally behind her and against him. And, like, what she said he said was not how it was in the clip. Okay, so what what ended up happening with... Because, you know, I'm, I'm really not going to... Like, I'm just going to... No, you should watch it anyway, because it's friend, just I'm going to still play it in the background. What's the white girl name? 
Colleen. Yes, please look her up. What about uh, uh, Bartise? What happened? Oh, honey. <laughs> I was the internet reading him, and I was crying. They were like, Will He you? irked me so bad, but I do remember he is 25. Yes. Like, he's a child. Yes. No shade, but. This who he young. said he would have dated normally. Yep. And that's who Zanab said, I'll never look like her. <laughs> like. That's I'm like, this is what happens when you raise the round. Like. <laughs> like. Uh-uh. And so. That's what happens. That's what happens. But yeah, what happened with Bartise? <laughs> <laughs> is it a wild ride? It is a wild. He's another one that was saying stupid ass shit. Oh, he told he the was. girl Nancy that the other girl Raven, who's who he wanted, he said if I had seen her, like me and her look good together, like she's a smoke show. A Imagine smoke telling show. your partner that someone else is who they look good Big with, Lotto but you're that, who they have the emotional connection with. What would you do if someone told you that? Like, oh, so and so is who I look good with, but you're who I feel emotionally connected to. So I'm hoping that. You know, this was the right decision. Uh, nobody would say that to me. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's no, nobody would say that to me. Because if they did, when I tell you, I would probably bite them. That's the only thing I think to do. I would probably, I would start biting them. That's things. so rude. I would just be like, And that's like, the that's thing so that, I was, that I was toiling with while watching this because people were just being brutally honest. Which I appreciate. Like, like he wasn't saying anything that he didn't genuinely feel. <clears throat> and he actually told her what he had just told the guys. So I think he just wanted to be honest. Sorry, 3,000. He's just being honest. <laughs> but it's like, is honesty worth it? If it's going to make the person <laughs> feel like shit. Sorry, yes. for you need me to put it out. <laughs> like, how do y'all feel about that? Like, I don't know if I yes. want that type of brutal honesty. I do. Tell me, tell me what you want. So you, tell me, goddamn. So, so you saying they're taking a cue out of uh, the ultimatum this season? Oh God! But they were just drunk. Well, everyone's drunk actually, because these people be drunk too. The ultimatum. Oh my God! I just seen that girl okay, with them teeth all over again, okay, and then that crying ass girl. I seen that all the time. I forgot that we um recap that too. for the binge. <laughs> I say I for watch love all the time. Blind. I hope Shanice has her attitude has improved and her. You need an update, right? Yeah, like a, a one year where are they now special? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't. <laughs> Maybe they'll check us in when they introduce us to the newbies for season two, whenever that happens. Maybe or the after shows with um, Rudy from the Huxtables. <laughs> no, that's that. Mary. Oh Mary God. at first sight. <laughs> no, so she's on the after shows no. for that. Married at first sight, Rudy Hutchinson. Oh, because she married um, Ed Hartwell. They used to be married to Lisa Wu Hartwell. Weren't they married when, that she had a baby mm-hmm. by for a short amount of time? Oh, is that why? She Wasn't it a them. quick wedding? Oh, I don't know. I don't Let remember. me see. I, that <clears> just I happened because I got a host, daughter. Oh, I thought she was about to say, I know she's a hoe. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> they were married for two years. Did you know Ed Hartwell's uh, name is Edgerton? 
Wow. Edgar God Tindy. damn. You a British motherfucker. Brit last. Brit first name having ass nigga. Edgerton. Edgerton. Yeah, um, his name is Edgerton Hartwell. <laughs> if okay. you look at him, you would not think that was his name. <laughs> Friend, you're the only person I can say this to, and you're probably not going to watch the show. There's a show on Amazon Prime called The Peripheral. It's a sci-fi show. Oh, I, I, I mean, saw episode one. Actually, not one. the peripheral. Not the peripheral. The peripheral is good, oh. and you would watch that. Yeah, I saw uh, episode one. Yeah, no, it is so fucking dope. I love that show. The uh, The Devil's Hour. What's it's it a, about? The Devil's it's a, it's Hour. A, okay, so the synopsis said this woman uh, wakes up at 3, 3, 3 in the morning uh, every night for whatever reason, and she ends up having, getting involved with this case because... Um, her son gets abducted, and the person that abducted her son, he's like a murderer, but he doesn't... Uh, well, I don't want to ruin it. But anyway, you find out, basically, all I want to say to you is, this shit ends like the OA, and I was so mad. I was so mad. It's Be- a multiverse shit. It's kind of a timeline switching shit. Like, but there's You know also- what? I'm looking forward to you getting to the final episode of Atlanta. That's oh. all I'm going to say. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yep, because okay. they play around with some of Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. That's even more exciting because Donald Glover did that. But yeah, that's even more exciting. But yeah, the yeah, the way the series ends is just like we like you remember how the OA would end when we had on a new a new fucking timeline? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. This shit was just like life. that. And I was like, oh my God. Like The Devil's Hour. Let me write that down. You gotta watch it. It's on Prime. The Devil's You gotta watch it. But yeah, I'm glad you're watching Peripheral. You know that's my shit, that futuristic technology, multiverse, <laughs> past time traveling shit, like all of that. That's dope. All that. Dustin, what about you? What you been watching? Uh, my weight. Uh, <laughs> for real, because I'm finna go on vacation. I mean, so I've been so. trying to worry about what I'm eating and shit. And that's hard for me because I've always just eaten whatever I wanted to eat. Um, Wait, have you decided to go where you were planning on mm-hmm, going? Mm-hmm. You're going? <laughs> going. Mm-hmm. Oh. That's going to be bomb. That is so exciting. Cannot wait either. <laughs> yeah, so I've been trying to get I'm it together, so you know what I'm saying? So I've been doing push-ups. It's sounding like Gene on Martin. Push! You got to push! I've been doing push-ups. <laughs> I thought about that song earlier when friend was like, you know how you just got to keep going and you keep going? You on. got to push it to No! You got to sing it till you get it right, Martin. <laughs> That's what you taught her. But yeah, um, I've been wa- on television, whatever I've been watching, what I told you about from scratch. Um, of course, <laughs> I've been watching The Real Housewives of Potomac, which has been incredible. Oh and everybody's God. really making me mad on that show right now. And next week, there's going to be a physical altercation. And I just want to see. Why are they still doing that? I want to see how same everybody move, reacts same. to <laughs> this shit going down. And they got to fighting at Peter's Restaurant in Miami. Peter Thomas from Real Housewives of Atlanta. Oh shit! Wow, it's just so crazy how that just, just like keep it in the family. I love it, <laughs> um, but yeah, I've been watching that. Um, what else is I have I? You know what else? The Sherry Shepherd Show. Have y'all been watching the Sherry Shepherd Show? Mm-mm. No, is it good? I know y'all go are to the YouTube channel and you can watch the shows. Oh, smart! Yeah, you can watch it on her YouTube channel. There. There's a moment. So when Sherry comes out on her show every day. Uh, she walks out and she says hello to everybody in the front row. She shakes everybody's hand. And then she turns around and walks to this little stage that her chair sits on. 
But when mm-hmm. I tell you it's every week, and it's so funny because I would do it too if it was me. Because y'all know that's my dream to have my own talk show like that. <laughs> and will. So, but when she turns around after she greets that front row, and I tell you she be feeling herself on the wall <laughs> when she walks up to that little stage, she turns around and the, the music is real upbeat. It's like Trinice from American Idol singing this song about having a feel, feel good time, real good time. Does okay, she like give you the, the, the Loretta Divine walk? She does like this. Like it's, it's, in her, it's in her face. Like she she says hi to everybody, and then she turns around and goes. And like walks, to her, like, walk, like walks to the stage. And you can just tell because when I tell you, like last week's show, my chest would be puffed up with pride if okay. I had my own daytime talk show too. But it's just so funny. And if you go on her YouTube channel and just watch the opening for every show and you see the little moment <laughs> I'm talking about. They should make a montage. Uh, somebody needs they, to because after, after she greets the front row with a moment that she turns around and starts walking towards the stage, it's a real, it's probably like two seconds of footage if that. Like her, she just be feeling herself every, every <laughs> single day. And I would too. She looks great. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to John Murray, uh, EP over there who uh, oh, engages with her on the show. Hell yeah, and it's good to yeah. see him getting what he deserves. So, like, it's a good show. I love the show. Watch it, but I, that's my favorite moment of every episode. That's when so she turns cute. around and walks to her stage. But I love the show, and um, it's just interesting. Her opening, uh, when she talks about it's not really hot topics. It's like her weekend or what she did, but and just things of note. Her little opening monologue. It's just yeah. good every week. I, every day, rather. I love. I watched the first show. episode with Candy. I just haven't revisited. Uh-huh. Candy oh. looked good as hell on that. On <laughs> she that, uh, she looks fucking amazing. Oh, she looked she good. That hair, that body. I'm telling you, body. she looks so good on on the Sherry show. Yeah, yeah. I just and haven't. So revisited. did Method Man in that clip that was oh, circulating oh, this oh, week. Oh, hmm. Hi, Method Man. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Method Man. He's so fine. It's crazy, but. Speaking of YouTube, Disney Plus and Hulu are better together in the Disney bundle with new movies and series. On Disney Plus, experience the full Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with new main show performances and acoustic collection. On Hulu, follow the fantastical evolution of Bella Baxter, played by Emma Stone in the award-winning film Poor Things. All of these and more streaming this month. Get the Disney Bundle with Disney Plus and Hulu. Terms apply. See DisneyBundle.com for details. Speaking of YouTube, Mm -hmm. have y'all been watching the Illuminating Intersectionality three-part series? (laughs) First of all, y'all look so fucking good. good. Thank you. It is so good. Oh my god. For ownership of the space. The conversation never had any lulls. All of the conversations, I should say, have not had any lulls. It's just been so dynamic to watch. Like it's, it keeps your attention. It's pretty. The set was beautiful. It shot yeah. beautifully. Shout I was like, they used Mandy the porn B. cameras. <laughs> it looks so good. Oh, we all Shout out to Mandy Beautiful yeah. Court Studios. Um, yeah, it's just beautiful. I'm so proud of it. And do you know that all the episodes were shot in one take? Wow. So Y'all what you're watching is straight through. Out. Yeah, what you're watching is straight through. We didn't stop. We didn't like, which just speaks to like our connection as friends too, that we were able to just have the convo. It doesn't mean it was perfect or flawless, but it just goes to show it was like how much we love working together because we were able to just like 
whoop, shoot it. And Reggie was like, damn, I've never finished a set this quick because we were done in like 40 minutes. Like it was just Thank done. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, super, super thankful. But this week's episode that dropped was the episode that I hosted. It was a, a an exploration of the intersection of race and class. But of course, being that I'm from the Caribbean and come from a foreign-born family, I was able to take more mm-hmm. of the immigrant story of race and class and mm-hmm. focus on the diaspora. And that was really cool to be able to bring that to the conversation, uh, as well as spirituality and just mm-hmm. all the things that I am and it felt good because we all bring something so different. Like I mentioned last week, Kia is the doctor. She's the academic. So she can really break down the framework in a way that none of us could. Mm-hmm. And I love having her, you know, cause she, even in how we play together, like how mm-hmm. I'll speak in stories or experiences. And then she will add the resource. She'll add the framework. She'll add, you know, like it's just plays really well together. Um, And then uh, next week's episode is the final installment of our three-part series hosted by none other than Jade of All Jades, Chef Jade of All Jades. (laughs) That's right. Which is another great conversation. Y'all know Jade is a natural. She's a Mm -hmm. star. She is is just such a great episode. I actually am so glad that it ends the show because I feel like she just has that quality. Right. Um, Lady Carolina. (laughs) I don't even know why. I don't know. It's not... (laughs) I can't with you. I don't know. You made me go. <laughs> That's what we're going to start calling Jay, Lady Carolina. I don't know why. But, but, <laughs> but we had such a great conversation, like I mentioned recently, like about food deserts, mm. you know, accessibility to healthy foods, kind of tying into like what Samantha. Exactly. Samantha Edwards was talking about a new breed meats to bring that back. So the tie-in of all the themes that are kind of floating around is kind of perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, but check out episode one that Kia broke down the framework of intersectionality. And then check out episode two where I spoke on the intersection of race and class with the immigrant piece. And shout out to Essie Bartels, too, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who was a part of the episode. She is an incredible young woman that just launched a spice company called Essie Spice. And it is now available at Target. Incredible spices that she created herself from her travels around the world. Yeah, she's from Ghana. So, of course, that's the baseline of her spices. But it was so beautiful to have her come on the on the episode and kind of work with me, you know, in, in speaking about navigating success as first generation and what that looks like when you're venturing into worlds <laughs> that your family has no idea about. They don't understand it. They don't mm-hmm. even know how to support it. And like how to, and actually Scotty Beam on Twitter mentioned like the loneliness hey, of that. Love you, Scotty. Keep beaming right. on me, Scotty. How that can be very lonely to be first gen American because there's a lot of pools you're stepping into that are that are unknown. And I shared a story on Twitter that I wanted this to right share here. here. Lord Jesus, get your tissues, <laughs> was that not y'all. So cute. No, so. I was sharing that one of the full circle moments for me with this project that was really touching and emotional was that uh, when my mom first came to this country, she was cleaning offices, cleaning bathrooms, anything she could get her hands on just to be able to sustain. And she ended up at a radio station, WBLS, which is crazy. 
um, cleaning the station. She sees this radio. What did they call it at that time? A DJ, disc jockey. A disc jockey. Beautiful radio disc jockey from Belize, right? So my mom is like, wow. Like, you know, she's like mm-hmm. from the islands too. Mm-hmm. And look at her. She's the big dog. And she's just admiring her from afar. But she said the lady was so nice. Will always like ask her how she's doing while everyone else would literally act like she didn't exist or be rude. Men being sexually aggressive. You know, the mm-hmm. things that immigrants go mm-hmm. through. Um, being at the bottom of the totem pole. And this woman would help her with her English, always just so kind. My mom would come home with, like, vinyls and posters. Mm -hmm. If you look at baby pictures of me, there's a poster of Kiss (laughs) with their tongues. (laughs) I love it. My mom didn't know. She just thought it was cool. (laughs) I love it. I love it, friend. She wanted to put up whatever this lady Mm -hmm. gave her because she thought it was just so sweet. So... You know, she brings me in, takes a picture with me. I posted the picture on Twitter. Long story short, that woman's name is Ann Tripp, and she is Scotty Beam's aunt. Such a wow. small world. So that this picture woman, was so adorable. <laughs> so I post a picture of me sitting on Ann Tripp's lap, this angel who was helping my mom, defending <laughs> her, making sure she was safe, looking out for her and, and created the safe space for my mom to work at, which as an immigrant, you know, in your early 20s, I was such a blessing. And it ends up being Scotty Beam's aunt, who <laughs> now me and Scotty's crossing paths and working together on this project while she's sharing about being a first gen Belize American Belizean and I'm sharing you know being first gen Caribbean and and we're working together and this is the story of how my mom and her aunt met like is that not so That's trippy insane. so trippy and I gotta lie so, in the air for this so cool because so that's life that, that's the magic I, that's, of life right there that's and life that, and it's why it matters how you treat people thank you you just never know thank you you never, never know. fucking know hey you never know how it can benefit them and the ways that it can make them feel better you never right. know you never know the safe haven that you're providing for someone that you don't know what they're going back home to, yep. what they're dealing with. And for her to what be just that story. little sliver of kindness to my mom was just like such a saving grace for her in a lot of ways that she had to work so many hours and come home to mm-hmm. me and we're in the projects struggling, you know? So like, I just thought that was so beautiful. And I, when I posted the picture, it made me so emotional because you see yeah. me my hair all messed up looking like you I was so running adorable. in recess. <laughs> you look so cute. So cute. Such a cute child. Right. My little $5 sneakers. And it just, it was cool, man. Life is so crazy. But shout out to Scotty Beam yeah. for working with me on this project. She really helped us amplify the conversation on Twitter. And our sister, Crystal, who, mm-hmm. you know, y'all know she's brilliant. So even just having her commentary... Um, and her thoughts and, you know, her share, her shared experiences just yep. really helped us so much. And Jasmine Lawson of Netflix, who we love so much. She's so funny, too. Like, I knew she was funny, but working with her on this just really showed me, like, she's hella funny and I hella smart. This. And she's so funny. So for me to work with all these brilliant women, and this is what I get to do for a living, I'm just so thankful. So if you haven't watched it, Please go on YouTube right now to the Loudspeakers Network. That's YouTube.com. Thank you for muting your sirens, Dustin. (laughs) (laughs) 
youtube.com slash loudspeakersnetwork.com oh no just that right there's no dot com (laughs) it's a youtube (laughs) loudspeakers network and you will see episode one and episode two already live and jade's episode drops next monday uh, November 21st at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard. And join us on Twitter. That's where we have our Twitter chat from 6 to 7 p.m. with all the girls mm-hmm. and and all of y'all that jumped in on the conversation, too. I'm so we'll thankful. Disney Plus and Hulu are better together in the Disney Bundle with new movies and series. On Disney Plus, experience the full Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with new main show performances and acoustic collection. On Hulu, follow the fantastical evolution of Bella Baxter, played by Emma Stone in the award-winning film Poor Things. All of these and more streaming this month. Get the Disney Bundle with Disney Plus and Hulu. Terms apply. See DisneyBundle.com for details. Share the tweet, share the link to join and watch the the programming on Loudspeakers Network's YouTube at six o'clock on Monday. Share, please boost us because because of Elon's mess on Twitter, a lot of the brands have been pulled from being able to spend money on the site, share any projects. So Twitter, a uh, Target rather, hasn't been able to. Uh, support us unfortunately because they've been pulled back because of Elon so we're really out here on our own (laughs) trying to get Mm. you know raw core audience views but thank you for your comments your likes your shares please keep going so that we can keep creating and giving more opportunities to as they come and speaking of Twitter y'all I'm sad that Twitter is really a sinking ship I know I don't think it'll be for long, though. There's no way. You think someone's going to come save it in the yes. last hour? Like Yes. Yes. There's no way. They, he's he's going, he, he's over there playing around. And unfortunately, at the expense of a lot of people's livelihoods and a lot of people's safety on the platform. You know what I'm saying? And I just don't think that that can go on. It just can't go on. But it's just not can't. a profitable business. Because that's what it was having financial issues. Apparently, like from reports that I had read before, it wasn't a model that was making money like that. They were either like just breaking even or, or going under, you know, like it just wasn't a profitable, profitable business model. So I don't know what investor in their right mind is going to come in to this. And especially the mess he's made, which has probably made it even worse, you know, they can even be in their wrong mind. I just want it to be another mind. That's all I'm saying. I shit. I just want somebody else get. get I'm somebody sad about it. it. Yeah, I'm right? thinking about mm-hmm. what's next. <laughs> I'm just trying like to like the next like, app. Yeah, or... like are people gonna like is Instagram gonna go in the, like? Cause you, oh, who, we should or just go back to Black Planet, like Salon said. Right. That would be dope. But it's like, are the other apps going to try to replicate? Like, is Instagram going to add like a feed now? Like, share your thought. Or are people going to go back to Facebook? Or the Facebook is going to try to like, I'm just wondering, like, how is it going to move next? Because it's almost like we're watching now just with social media, like when MySpace kind of fell off. Like one day, everybody just stopped logging in or like, I don't know what happened. Like, why do we but just But even all... MySpace didn't have this much of a crash. I well, feel no. like people we just, just had other options. Yeah, because then... um. 
Twitter started getting hot. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, and we have Facebook. Facebook, I think, was really the nail in the coffin, if I remember correctly. I'm, I don't know if I'm getting my timelines mixed up, but I remember Facebook becoming such a big deal. You know, because well, I think it. Facebook, because Facebook had been around, and I think that's when they finally were opening up to everybody or something. Because remember, right, where it, it was just, just for college, like college students. And, yeah, yeah, uh, you had to have a school, a edu, mm-hmm. a dot edu, you know, email address, which to was even easy to get. <laughs> Yo, did you see the video of Cardi B and uh, Layla is showing uh, talking to Layla yes, and, the and culture? Mm-hmm. Yes, you know we've we've often we've for a very long time, been fans and supporters of that girl, Lele, from day one. Friend, you know, that girl, Lele, is mama. You know I her. I do. So, uh, a beautiful mama. Yes. <laughs> the whole family, just, it's a beautiful family. Like, Lele is such a talent, and I love to see this. I wanted that show to be successful, and it is a runaway success. She's got all kinds of products. She's a, a child superstar, and Aww. she deserves it. So, much love to that girl, Lele. I'm a huge fan. A grown So thing. cute. Speaking of music, the Grammy, Grammy noms dropped. Yeah, I feel like we should end with that. Time for mess. Time for mess. What do y'all think of the noms that came in? Shout out to Beyonce, who apparently is now the artist with the most Grammy nominations of all time. Funny mm-hmm. enough, she surpassed Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. I know she's at home sticking her tongue out. <laughs> That's right. Who house is this? B's house. No, but I, I was very happy because all of my faves, there were definitely some snubs I would have liked to have seen Ari Lennox be recognized. Um, there's a couple other people I would have liked to see re- recognized, but I am happy that um, Mary J. Blige, Beyonce, and Future, who you all know are three of my favorite artists, cleaned up. You know what I'm saying? They cleaned up at the Grammy nominations this year. Cleaned up. Beyonce and Mary both are nominated for Album of the Year, which is huge. Mary J. Blige is nominated for so many awards. Beyonce has, I think, nine nominations. She's got the most out of everybody. And Um, so many years in. So many Mm -hmm. years into both of their careers, which is the Hell yeah. Lizzo yeah. over there cleaning house once again. You know, she had all them nominations a couple years ago. Now she's got, I think, six nominations this time. Six or seven? Six? I think six. Um, so she's cleaning up. And she's got the big ones, too. Record of the year, song of the year, I predict, album of the year. Mm-hmm. I predict a Lizzo sweep, personally. You do? Wow. I do. I think she's going to have one of those. I see the picture of her holding like the Mm -hmm. multiple Grammys like we have with Lauryn Hill and Mm -hmm. Beyonce Mm -hmm. and Alicia. She's going to have one of those pictures. I predict that. She's nominated for Best Pop Solo Performance. And I mean. Along with Harry Styles. Oh, well. Harry Styles is in a few of these too now. (laughs) As it was, was a great song. Don't he might cat. make it hard if if he's in the the categories with her because it's I mean it's Harry Styles. That's you know one. I just want Beyonce to win album of the, if she don't win nothing else I would yeah. like to see her win album yeah. of the year for Renaissance because if she for if sure. it, she deserved it for her self titled album she deserved it for Lemonade Adele even went up there and said she deserved it. I would no. like to see Renaissance an album that's loved by everybody everywhere win album of the year. But she's, she's got in some the tough competition. She's in the category with Abba, Adele, Bab Baboni. That, that's Bab a tough Bonnie. one right there. That's a Mary tough J. One. Blige, as Dustin said. Mm-hmm. Brandy Carlisle. Mm-hmm. Coldplay. She can sing. I didn't even know 
Um, I would Lamar. love for Bad Bunny to win something though, because he deserves. First, he's he going to. He's the biggest that artist, tour, right? Oh, and also Beyonce also got nominated for best album. Uh, I mean, dance album, and mm-hmm. apparently it's the first time a black woman has ever even been nominated for that. I want category. her to win that one. That would be a really, really epic win. She deserves to because the album. I mean, there's no visuals. This album dropped in July, right? And yep. people still playing it. Still on TikTok. Glorilla got nominated for Best Rap Performance for Fuck Nigga Free. Aww, Ain't that dope? So dope. Big Glow. She deserves. She deserves. Who else? Who else did we see? Um, Lizzo. Drake is nominated. Future, like I said. Um, PJ Morton is nominated. Aww, Money Long is in the best uh, new artist category. Money Long, yeah. Money Long. She's also in the best R and B performance category, along with um, Mary, Mary Beyonce, Lucky Day, and Jasmine Sullivan. That's a battle, oh, baby. I saw That's a lot a of Jasmine, Jasmine Sullivan. What about um, any Ari Lennox, Summer Walker? No, like, no, neither one of them. That blows me. Oh How? my god. <laughs> Best traditional R&B performance, um, Do For Love, Snow Allegra, Keeps On Falling, Babyface, and LMA. Um, Beyonce, Plastic Off the Sofa, Adam Blackstone, Round Midnight, and Mary J. Blige, Good Morning Gorgeous. Good morning, gorgeous. Best R&B song, Cuff It, Good Morning Gorgeous, Hours and Hours, Hurt Me So Good. But please don't walk away, PJ. Oh my God! Oh, please don't walk away. That's such a pretty song too. Don't go. That's a beautiful. Don't that's a battle. Ooh. Best best progressive R and B album. That's uh, a Corey battle. Henry, Steve Lacey, Terrace Martin, Moonchild, Tank and the Bangers. Steve Lacey. That made me so happy. So happy. Because his project. I mean, it wasn't slept on because I feel like a lot of people loved it mm-hmm. and were talking about it, that's for sure. But it's nice to see him nominated. That's I a, wish a you great knew. One. Best <laughs> rap performance, Doja Cat, Vegas, DJ Khaled, uh, God did, Rick Ross will win all them. Uh, <laughs> but they're all credited, so they all win the Grammy too, right? Yep, if so Rick Ross, Lil Wayne, Jay-Z, John Legend, and, Fr- and Friday. Uh, Kendrick Lamar, The Heart Part 5. And Glorilla, as Dustin said, Gunna and Future pushing P. Great song. That's a that's a battle, baby. That Man. is a battle, a battle, <laughs> a battle. Oh, best melodic. Think about when you hear pushing P. Come on, that's best, a battle. Best melodic <laughs> rap performance for a solo or collaborative collaborative performance containing both elements of R and B melodies and rap. For those that wanted to know, okay. Um, DJ Khaled featuring featuring SZA, beautiful. So Future again. <laughs> Um, look, and Future again, because Future <laughs> with Drake and Tim's Wait For You, and then Jack Harlow, First Class, Kendrick Lamar, uh, featuring Blast and Amanda Reefer, Die Hard, and Lotto Big Energy, the live version. That's a battle. That's a battle. That's the only person I felt like Tim's. She should have had way more nominations, way more nominations. That kind of irked me, too, but. It's the Grammys to me. Was she in there again for um best rap song? Because uh, for Wait for You, they got that. And one they, too. they have a good chance of winning too. What's that the what's be best bad. rap song? Uh, what's Wait the for nominees? You, Push and P, The Heart Part Five, God Did, and Churchill Downs. That's God a battle. Did. <laughs> That's a battle. Mm. 
I can't wait. Well, I'm excited. I love the Grammys, even though they irk me. Yeah, <laughs> I still watch them every fucking year. Like yeah. clockwork. You know what? I also have to shout out Salt. Y'all know how much I love oh, yeah. Salt. yeah. I love season Salt. S-A-U-L-T. They dropped five albums, and they actually... Had it of it right offerings, which I love. That's what I would do if I drop music. Right, um, literally, friend. <laughs> these are offerings, um, and they made it available for free download the first week of November. You had like five days to do it. They mm. like dropped the uh, we. I think it was like a we transfer link, mm-hmm. and I have all the projects on my laptop and my phone because you know I don't so play about salt. <laughs> I got you, <laughs> and they're fire like. I was like I mentioned I wasn't feeling too great this weekend. Um and I just had all the albums playing and they just they just know what they're doing. I yes. love them. They inspire me. I feel like if I made music it would be in that world. Um and shout out to Cleo Soul, of course. And who else put out music? Cause I know I was listening to the Salt Five albums. I feel I like I heard I'm a Dave's Loaf snippet someone. that was really good. Really? She got a good song. Mm-hmm. She has Where a has Dave's Loaf been? I don't know, she but you know what? I can't stop listening to it. I'm going to play it, too. I know we ain't supposed to play no songs, but I love this song. No, yeah, if you want. Um, which I think I played it last week. Let me make sure I ain't play it last week before I get to playing it this damn week. Shit, nah. Shit, shit, nah. Shit, nah. Let me see. And um, while Dustin finds the song, mm-hmm. thank you to those of you who said that you, too, have that part of the Brandy song stuck in your head. <laughs> I feel seen and thank you. I played it last week, so I'm not gonna play it this week. <laughs> just know that um, Destior and Mariah the Scientist Stone Cold is. My oh my shit. god, is that what you were going to look for? Well, 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 yeah. I put it on a. <laughs> I put it on. I had a couple parties, you know, a little small get-togethers this weekend. I put everybody onto it. They it was a hit, runaway hit. Everybody <laughs> loved it. Asante, what you playing? Well, also a throwback to last week. We mentioned Quinn. She dropped uh well she Quinn. Beautiful. Um, love you, Quinn. For those right, of you that know you, uh Quinn is the originator originator of Fantasy Soul. Uh she had already dropped Ooh. some projects in the past, like Dream Girl, Galactica, Crush, Lucid. So this new endeavor that is out is Scorpio. Basically, Scorpio is a compilation. It takes one of each song from the project. Um, I can't explain this as eloquent as she can, but all I can say is for me and what I can relate to is most of these songs, there's like a water element to them. And I love that because I'm a Pisces. And she even said to me that night, she was like, I did this for us. I did this for you. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Queen. Um, so mind you, these are songs that have been out, but now they're going to be repackaged and we're going to get some visuals to them. So Quinn is nice. back. We're, we have to support her. We have to we show have our to. love. We have to tweet her. We have to tweet her and add her in with these big names. I need to give her money so we can see more of these visuals. We want more of the new music because she has had, she's been holding on to music. So she got, I know firsthand that she's got some unreleased music that will blow everybody out the water right now. Like, I heard the songs. I'm like, excited. I'm ready. So for those of you Scorp- that aren't Scorpia. familiar. Right. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Scorpia. Um. So mm-hmm. basically, Scorpia is a compilation. I'm going to tell you what the four songs are because on Spotify, um, there is a playlist of Scorpia, but I'm not sure if it works on Apple Music or anything else. But the four songs that are included in Scorpia are Lucid, Sea of Space, Sailboat, and Faith. Um. 
uh, Lucy features Infinity. That's, I believe, her sister that's talking at the beginning. Um, she's doing this cool poem. Quinn was actually on the show and explained this to us. And then Faye features Black, Six Lack, for those of you that like to be Black about six Black Um <laughs> So yeah, Scorpia, again, the songs that are listed on there are Lucid, Sea of Space, Sailboat, and Fave. Get into that, support that, get ready for the visuals so we can just really just be like, damn, I've been on. But if you haven't been on, you also just go back and listen to those older projects because they're not old. They are, they honestly still still sound super dope. That's low-key why I want to play Sailboat, but I really want to play Sea of Space. So now I'm stuck because I could easily play, play Fave and knock it out the park. But Lucid is just such a, ah, this is so hard. Why did I do this? All right, I'm going to just play (laughs) Sailboat and be done. All right. I should. Huh. I'm just. I just. Fighting. I. I. Just masterpiece. Just. I just know that I'm glad that Quinn has let me in her water, roaming, thundering, storming, and I just am glad to be a fan and a friend. And yes. I hope that you all go out and decide to become allies to the Queen party do. as well because fantasy soul is where it's at it's amazing it's bomb and i want more of it and i can't wait to see these visuals so you all better go out and support it and that is it for me and what i've been listening to and want to put y'all on to because i can't wait for one day Quinn to be nominated for a grammy and i can be like hey girl you get that grammy plaque i need to go to the party <laughs> i just want to go to the party you guys hear me to the grammy i'm ready for the visuals too i know they're about to be beautiful hell yes um i'm Same. actually gonna play um What's this record called? Soul Inside My Beautiful Imagination. (laughs) That's such a title. Off of the Earth album that Salt dropped. Like I said, they dropped five albums. There's a ton of tracks. I still have not even picked a fave yet. So this is (laughs) in no means a fave, but it's just one of the ones that I was listening to in heavy rotation this weekend. Um, so like I said, it's the Earth album, Soul Inside, My Beautiful Imagination by Salt. And this is how it goes. track makes me feel like I'm home it just reminds me so much of being back on the islands and I know it's not for everybody but that album hit (laughs) that album hit me in a way that I actually needed this weekend since I wasn't feeling too great 
Um, do you see this sign? I look like a Marvel. You, you got look like for it's real. It's like a little mask. <laughs> I'm like a sun, a sun Marvel over here. Um, but yes, that that's the record I like. And then I actually want to play. Do y'all um, listen to Destin Conrad? Yes. He's so cute. Destin Conrad dropped a record called On 10 that is really dope. And this is how it goes. to me because he's young but he just like has like he gets it yeah. he I love makes that. the music he wants to make and to me that it says so much to be like in your 20s and shit and just totally cool with making a sound that might not be you know what I mean like I love it I love, I love bravery, it. that bravery that creative bravery that yeah. creative bravery to me in this day and age is very rare especially in music and for mm-hmm. someone so young that usually at that age you're so impressionable you know what I mean and he's just it's a rare it. tradition this day and age <laughs> That's on his project called news Sadly. for the newspaper page. That's the first. That's the first song on his project called Sadly, and and it feels like it. So I'm gonna get into. Doesn't it? it? This whole like anything he puts out, he's just one of mm-hmm. those to me. You know how I have that with India mm-hmm. and with Alex Isley, where mm-hmm. they just don't miss for me. They mm-hmm. never miss. I have that with him too. Every song he puts out, I already like know the song great. "Unpredictable" on there with Kiana Lede because y'all know that's my girl. <laughs> so yeah, I've, I've already wore that song too. out. So now I'm like, now Same. I gotta listen to the rest of it. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Destin Conrad. Those are my two that I've been playing this weekend. All right, well, I'm gonna play one song. Okay, play it, play it. This song is by Barbara Mason. It's called "Another Man." <laughs> Dustin. <laughs> Such a Dustin Pickens. This is why I love you. <laughs> she said that I took. 
Barbara Mason. Hoeing ain't new. People been hoes. It was hoes. It's biblical hoes. <coughs> Shit. Hoeing ain't new. I love new. to name the episode that, but. It ain't new. Okay. <laughs> it's not new. It's the work of Barbara Mason. Everybody recognizes that song and that sample from the um, Notorious Big and Little Kim song called Another. But they literally just start, hopped on that beat and rapped over it. And it's incredible. But that's the original for those of y'all that don't know. You know what's funny? Being in a generation now where we're watching the younger artists sample the stuff that we it's were wild, around for. It wild. is trippy. And now I know how our parents must have felt when they listened to our songs, our music, mm-hmm. and like, like <laughs> so irritated by all yeah. them 70s, you know, samples. Trippy, trippy, especially the kids going up for the melodies. And we're like, I know a melody that's case or right. That's jagged edge, you know, TikTok talking about (laughs) with that little that little (laughs) hip dance. (laughs) Can I just say just one thing to note? Mm -hmm. Some artists do not have to come back. Jesus, I'm just going (laughs) to keep it real. There was a video that came out for a song that had been out I, because I think it was the 20 year anniversary of the song. And oh. I had not watched this video, but I told y'all Mandy was over at my house on Sunday. Oh, and one of the things that we do is she loves that song. <laughs> one of the things that we do is, you know, we just bullshit on the YouTube. Excuse me. Um, <laughs> She made me watch Kaya's DTNN, which I will just leave it there. And if you don't know, then, you know, find out. DTNN? Yes. Okay. I'm don't gonna... Trust No Nigga by Kaya. Yes. Okay. Meanwhile, I'm over here like down to... Meanwhile, she is one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kaya is one. She... That's self-hate. Meanwhile, she trusted some nigga to, well, maybe it wasn't a nigga. Somebody, well, it had to have been a nigga because somebody. I mean, I ain't going to front. My personal feelings about her aside from what, and I don't know her, thank God, personally. Like, I Uh don't know her. Personal feelings aside as well. I don't know her, so I don't give a damn about her personally, but that song is the jam. No, the song. Oh, no. The song, there is nothing wrong with the song. As I said, some artists don't need to come back. So we love the song for the time in the club. Every now and then when we're feeling nostalgic and it comes on, it's good. But to put out a video now and the video that you put out does nothing. Should have stayed in. But I think everyone's everyone's chasing TikTok, you know. I really feel like TikTok is She got a long road ahead then. Well, <laughs> she gonna be running. She might as well change her name to Road Runner. <laughs> That's the case. You know, friend. To your point, the the song is accompanied by. Oh no, that's another song. It and we watched like that video skits. too. Remember when they used to do reenactments on like um, unsolved mysteries or whatever? It just it, the whole video looks like a reenactment. <laughs> no, it absolutely. That's. Super on point. Dustin is always very particular and very on point, and that is absolutely. It looks like a real, like a spoof, a candy spoof. You know how candy be spoofing shit on the internet. That's what it looked like. Which why? I mean, I like to That's not a song. It's a jam. The song is the jam. The video was very much unnecessary. 
And she was still outperforming the video. I mean, the song. I seen her performing on the stage randomly. I couldn't believe it. Look, but I seen her performing on a club stage, and she looked like she was finna fall over. She had her dreads <laughs> and a big ass bun that was like on the front of her head. It's like a growth. And then when she was performing, she had on like some. You could tell her heels was cheap because of how thin the heel was. Oh, and like okay. she, the way she was weeble wobbling and shit around that stage, I was like, well, she tried. And the song is the jam. <laughs> Song is the jam. <laughs> Just don't it? watch oh, the video. You said don't trust no nigga. Okay. Mm, yes. I I will report back after. She I play was talking it. about You don't, don't want to play it. I don't. Hell no. Nah. I don't want to play it. I don't. <laughs> the fact that y'all both. Well, I took. I ain't even gonna hold crazy. you. I took sides. I love T. S. Madison. Yeah. And same. The, the levels of disrespect she crossed towards my friend. Like I'm straight. And right. I ain't got nothing to do with it, so it ain't that deep for me. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just choosing not. to, right. yeah. You know what yeah, I get that. That's it. Well, but yeah, that's it for music. Really okay. lastly, I just want to quickly shout out Cheyenne the Geek at Cheyenne the Geek met Gabrielle Union and had a, a a moment with Gabrielle Union. Cheyenne has been spotlighting black cosplayers for a very long time, and she felt very seen when Gabrielle Union told her that her niece was very into costuming, and that was super dope and just super cool. So shout out to Cheyenne and everything that you're doing for the black you cosplayers. You know what's so crazy about you saying that? Hmm. Guess who got a movie with Gabrielle Union about to come out? Hmm. T.S. Madison. Ooh. Oh, look at that. Look at that connection. <laughs> Lift me That's up. That's fire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hold me down. Mm-hmm. And on well, that note, <laughs> thank, thank you so much for listening. We love you so much. And we'll catch you guys next week. Stay black and protect your magic. Doodoo Brown. You can start your day off right. When you find a professional on Angie to get your plumbing right first. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Visit Angie.com. You can do this when you Angie that.